This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Has is anyone on the line? Good morning. It's Susie. Hi, Susie. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm better. Good. Good to hear that. Just got bad allergies. <laughs> Sounds a little crappy, but I'm better. Well, at least you don't have that coronavirus, huh? Oh, I know that's right. Man, that's a little scary. Well, I should say a lot scary. Yeah, it is. It is. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. This is Barbara. Who's calling? Happy Saturday. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Is someone on the line? Good morning, Barbara. It's Lisa. Good morning, Lisa. Happy Saturday. Thank you. Happy Saturday to you, too. Your voice is so soft. Oh, I just could go back to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) 
Good morning, family. It's Nancy Lakeisha. Good morning, Lakeisha. Did you say Lakeisha or Lakeisha? Nakeisha. Nakeisha. Good morning, sweetheart. How are you this morning? Um, I'm in not well. My niece is on life support. I uh, posted in the victory room. I thought that she was getting better, but God still has the final say. So, who were you talking about? I posted in the victory room about my niece, Lala. Oh, I didn't see anything in the victory room. Tell me who you're talking about so I can put her on the prayer list. My 11-year-old niece, Alana. Alana? Yes. Okay. It's on life support. I didn't understand the last thing you said. She is on life support. Okay, okay. Oh, my God. Okay, sweetheart. Okay. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. This is Barbara. Who else is on the line? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, um, hi, Barbara. This is Mona. Hi, Mona. Hi. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. We're my friends. She she at home. Yvonne usually don't um, get on on Saturdays. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, we thinking about her anyway. Yeah. <laughs> she probably um, getting up, but today is um, practice for praise dance. Tomorrow is her praise dance. Tomorrow at the church. Oh, oh. She's so excited about it. Okay. To the prayer list. Barbara, which one? Uh, what's the person's name that asked about her? Uh, that asked for her the prayer request uh, on her knees. What was her name? I didn't catch it. I thought she said Alana. No, the one who asking. It's the oh, the key. Um, oh, I got it. Thank you. Yeah, I was going on Facebook to check. I hadn't. Che- I checked the prayer list, but I didn't check Facebook. Good morning. Happy Saturday. Who's on the line? Good morning. Happy Saturday. It's Monica. Good morning, Ms. Monica. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I texted you. You didn't get my text. Um, Earlier this week, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, I did, but I was, I was fighting. 
I'm glad I hear your voice this morning. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sounding I'm sounding a little crazy, but I feel better. Better. Great, great. That's all that matters. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Is anyone else on the line? Would anyone else like to say good morning before I start? Good morning. This is Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Okay, it's time to move on to the next segment of the call. Before we move forward, we ask you to mute your lines so that we can proceed. My name is Barbara Cockrell, and I am your hostess. Thank you for joining us here on Declared Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed, too. Be sure to join us daily in March for the monthly theme entitled Acceleration. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart cheers that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. Yes, Lord. There are no announcements today, and I didn't see any new prayer requests on the app, but I want us to continue praying for Catherine Jordan, uh, Nan Benson, who's in hospice, and her husband, Mark, and Logan Hernandez, a 10-year-old that has cancer. We also want to pray for Nikisha's, um, I believe it's her niece, um, Lilani. She's an 11-year-old, and she's on life support. And we also would like to lift up Yvonne today. She has her praise dance tomorrow. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Lisa. The declaration will be brought by Pastor LaBelle. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by Pastor LaBelle. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Lisa. The declaration will be brought by Pastor Lavelle. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Pastor Lavelle. The scripture for today is 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to our prayer warrior, Lisa. Oh, Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. God, we thank you. 
And we say good morning to you, Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus. We thank you for waking us this morning because you didn't have to do it. We thank you for being God and being sovereign and in control of all things. We thank you for knowing us before we knew ourselves, knowing us before you even made us, knowing us and knowing why you made us. We thank you for purpose in life. We thank you because you loved us before we even knew how to love. We love um, God. You taught us how to love ourselves. And then you even loved us while we were yet sinners. And you sent your son to die for us in the midst of our mess because your love for us was so great. Father, help us to see how much you really love us. Help us to see ourselves through your eyes. Help us to see that we've been called by your name and we are a chosen people. We are a royal priesthood. We are your children. We are inheritance and we are joint heirs with Christ. We thank you that we're the legacy that you placed here to continue on your legacy of who you are and to show the world that you are alive and that you are well and that Jesus Christ is Lord. Help us to be mindful that we're here um, only because you have allowed us to be here and that we're not here of our own and that we're here to do your will and to um, submit our lives unto you so that your glory can be revealed in this earth. So, Father, help us to recognize that our lives are not our own, but we were bought with a price, and you paid your precious blood, Jesus, for us to have eternal life. And now we stand boldly and we proclaim that you are great, that you are God, that you are sovereign, that you are in control. There is none beside you. There will be none after you. There was none before you. You are the great I am. Every single thing that we need you to be, you are. And because you are God, and because you can do all things. You declared that we can do all things through the Lord Jesus Christ that gives us strength. You declared that we are the righteousness of you, God. You declared that we are above and not beneath. You declared that we um, have power and authority. You have given us your spirit on the inside of us to speak to mountains and to command them to be removed. You've given us the ability to lay hands on the sick so that they can recover, to tread upon serpents and scorpions, and by no means shall anything harm us. You have given us the ability to speak life into every dead situation. You told us we could lay hands, God, on the sick. You said we could cast out demons and devils. Father, help us to recognize the authority that we have in this earthen vessel. We thank you for the treasure of you, Holy Spirit, and we thank you for your gift being manifested on the inside of us, the love that we can share towards one another so that men might know that we're your disciples. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Joy that's unspeakable faith, goodness, meekness, temperance, that self-control that we all need to exercise in our attitudes, in our lives, over our finances, over our bodies. Help us, God, to recognize that you've given us everything in this life that pertains to life and godliness, and all we have to simply do is lean in and allow ourselves to be led by you, Holy (laughs) Spirit. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would continue to lead and guide us and show us the way to take where you are the one that leads and guides us into all truth so we lean not to our own understanding some stuff we just do not understand so we lean not God in a place where we don't know nothing about not to our own understanding but in all of our ways we acknowledge you and you declare that you would direct our path somebody's lost and wandering around and don't know which step to take next somebody's confused about their future father somebody's concerned about their health I thank you that we're not trying to figure it out God you've already worked it out and you've already 
already written it down in the books concerning us and our lives. You declare that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So God, we thank you for ordering our steps and we thank you for the trials and the tribulations. You said in everything to give thanks, but this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. So we thank you, Father, for the trials because they come to make us stronger. We thank you that they didn't come to wipe us out. And we thank you, Father, for what you've allowed to happen and that enemy meant for bad, that you will turn that thing around for our good and for your glory. So we rejoice, God, in tribulations and we count it all joy, Father, that we know that we are overcomers and more than conquerors. And because you overcame, we too shall overcome. We recognize that this place is not our home, so we wear it like a loose-fitting garment. We thank you, Father, that we're seeking you first and your kingdom and your righteousness. And you said that all those other things would be added unto us, Father, to help us to make sure that we recognize that things are going to happen in this world. And we are so much better off because we have you. We don't think more highly of ourselves than we ought, but we humble ourselves under your mighty hand, Father. And we thank you that you said if we resist that enemy and humble ourselves before you, that he's got to flee. So God, we resist um, that enemy and we humble ourselves because we recognize that you are sovereign, meaning in control. You are omniscient, all-knowing. You are omnipotent, all-powerful, Father, and you are omnipresent everywhere at the same time. You could be way over in China and still be right here in California. You could be way on the East Coast and still dealing and doing miracles and working signs and wonders on the West Coast. Father, we thank you that there is no space or no time that has you bound. And I thank you, God, that you exceed those things because you created those things. Father, help us to recognize how great you are. So we lift you up and we bless your name and we give you praise because you are greatly to be praised. There's nobody like you, God, nobody that can do what you can do. Who wouldn't want to serve a God like you? Help us to stop making you so small. Help us to take you outside the box. Help us to recognize that you put us here, God, to do your bidding. And I thank you, Father, that you're teaching our hands to war. You're showing us how to strategically hit targets. You're showing us how to shoot our arrows. You're showing us, God, how to speak, God, those things that be not as though they were and to believe and not doubt. And we thank you for the ability to come before you in prayer. You said that you hear our prayers. And not only do you hear our prayers, but you answer our prayers. You declared that the fervent, effectual prayers of the righteous, they availeth much, Father. And so we thank you for our prayers availing before you. We pray that they come before your presence as sweet incense, Father, as they're burnt on the altar, God, that you would hear, not only hear and answer our prayers, God, but that you would do it expediently. Father, we thank you that we're waiting on you, and then we know that you cannot fail, and you are not a God that can lie. For if you said it, you shall do it. If you spoke it, oh God, you will bring it to pass. So we thank you for your word not returning unto you void, for it accomplishing what you've sent it out to do. And we thank you for the angels that you have dispatched to do your bidding. We thank you for the warring angels you sent on our um, behalf to protect us and to encamp um, and then to cover us. Um, God, all around, we thank you that we don't even recognize how you've protected and covered us and you're yet still keeping us. So we set our affections and our mind on you so that we can keep that perfect peace, God. The peace that you 
forgive that surpasses all understanding. Father, we thank you. And in that time, therefore, we do not lose hope and we do not sorrow and travail and and, and go into anxiety and depression as the world does because we recognize that if you be for us, who can be against us? And if you are for us, you're more than the whole world against us, Father. So I thank you for even now that courage rising up on the inside of us, us being encouraged by the power of the Holy Spirit to recognize that, God, you cannot fail. Hallelujah. And because you cannot fail, God, we cannot fail. There's no failure in you. And so we thank you that even when it looks like failure and it looks like defeat, you've declared that we already have the victory because you already overcame the world. So we thank you, Father. And we thank you, God, that we can rejoice in the midst of trials and trouble and situations because you're bigger than them all. God, you're bigger than cancer. So we lift up Nathaniel before you, that little 10-year-old boy who still belongs to you, Father. I thank you that you declare that children are a gift and an inheritance from you. And I lift up Alana before you, God, you already know how many days were numbered before they both got here. And we thank you, Father, that you love them so much more than we do, but we love them so much, Father. We pray for miracles to manifest themselves, that you can speak to those on life support and cause them to come off and breathe on their own. So we ask you to do it in faith and not doubting and not wavering. You can cause cancer to dry up by the bones and at those sinews and the marrows, and you can change those cells so that they don't re- reproduce. Father, we thank you, and we speak now. You sent forth your word, and they were healed, so we sent forth your word for healing in the name of Jesus. You declare that healing is the children's bread. Help us to believe and not doubt, and to recognize that you're the one that has life in your hands. They might be supporting life, but life belongs to you. I thank you for them, both of those darling children, and I pray for their family members, those that are connected to them, those that are um, uh, preparing for what they think might happen, that they would put their trust in you, and it's not over, God, until you say that it's over. And when you do, and if you do, God, I pray that you would give them a comfort unlike any other. In fact, right now, God, the peace that will continue to keep their minds, God, that will continue to help help them to stand, Father, the the kind of peace that would help them to even remain in faith in spite of what it looks like. Father, so we lift up their arms before you because this is a challenging, trying situation. We lift up Nikisha before you, Father, because she's our dear sister and part of this Declare Victory family. And so we thank you, Father, for her strength and everybody's relying on her. So help her to know that she has a cloud of witnesses and an army of people around her and surrounding her and lifting her up to encourage her in the name of Jesus and whoever else is attached to Nathaniel on this call. Father, we thank you for our tribe in our community, that you give us the ability to stand with one another, and that when we are weak, God, we thank you for people who are strong around us to help encourage us, to help hold up our arms while we're fighting, Father, in the name of Jesus, to come alongside us and to repair the breach in the areas that have been torn down. So, Father, we thank you for what you've given us, which is the ability to be your body, that we need one another and that we're helpers one to one another. So we thank you, Holy Spirit even now in the name of Jesus for what you are doing in and through us and how we're showing other people how to stand in spite of what we see, God. We thank you for what you've already said. 
by your stripes we are healed they are healed healed from sin which is attached to sickness and we thank you because you took every single stripe on your back that it was for us thank you father we lift up um Catherine Jordan and we lift up Nan Benson and I'm not sure what's going on with them, God, but I thank you that you already know. You know the numbers of hairs on our heads. You know our thoughts are far off. You already know, God, what we're contemplating. You know our ups, our downs, our lying down, our rising up. You know the moods that we experience, whether we're depressed or whether we're happy or sad and whether we're trying to cover it up. You know it all, Father. So I pray that you lift up the countenance of your people, of these that are connected to you for the names that have been called out. And I lift up Julia before you, Father, as she's continuing to mourn the loss of her loved one and that she's preparing to be a help. Father, that you would remind her that she needs you to help her while she's helping everyone else. Help us to remember, Father, that we have to do self-care. We pray for everybody affected by this coronavirus, Father. We thank you that you are in control deal no matter what father and everybody's running around and buying up supplies and panicking father oh if we would live to be ready if we would stay in a position of knowing that one day you're coming back and that you are more powerful than a virus that the end of life is something that we need to consider instead of this life we have here what about eternity if we would just get serious about stockpiling our faith if we would just 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 get serious about building up our story houses of setting up things that will last for the work that we do that will be tried by the fire god all this other stuff help us not to be caught up in in being um so afraid god that we don't want to go outside and being so panicked father that we still don't want to love and we don't want to embrace people and father help us not to jump on the bandwagon of being scared and being out of our minds brother you have us right smack dab in the palm of your hands you have control and you protect those that belong to you so father i thank you you have not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind and now is not the time for us to shrink back but it's time for us to stand in power for us to continue to love and to recognize that we do have a sound mind and not a mind that's running crazy and all over the place father we thank you that we can stand and show the rest of the world that we're not taking thought for tomorrow because tomorrow is not promised to anybody, Father. That we would continue to speak your word boldly and to encourage those to have hope in you and have confidence in you because we just don't know. So, God, we bless you. We thank you for an opportunity to come together. We thank you for a tribe called Declare Victory. We thank you for our leader and everybody attached and working behind the scenes and those that are giving of their time and of their talents to be a blessing to others. And for those that are just showing up and getting blessed, God, we thank you for them all, for all the prayer requests that were unspoken. You already know what we stand in need of. So we thank you, Father, that you are able, well able, to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can hope ask or think I thank you for those that are mourning and that are grieving father that you are our shelter you are our banner you are our covering you said the righteous can run unto you and be saved father I thank you that you are our comforter and that you are a keeper Holy Spirit you're able to give us comfort in the midst of the storm you're able to provide that shelter that we need when we feel like we're down 
down and out. You bring us up and in. God, I'm so grateful for your word being true. So help us to write it on the tablets of our hearts that we might not sin against you. God, we declare that we love you. And you said, if you love me, to keep your commandments. So, Father, help us to write them on our doorposts. Help us to keep them before us. Help us to be mindful that we can't do nothing without you. And with you, all things are possible. Help us to be mindful, God, that you called us to be here for one another and that we're not an island and that we're not alone. And if we feel like it, you made a promise that you would never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you, Father. Even in the midst of suffering and going in lack, you said, David said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. God, we cling to your word as our necessary food, for it is our bread of life that we feast on, especially in times of trouble. But not only then, when things are well, we lean to you and we rejoice and we celebrate. Father, help us to remember while we're up, somebody else is down. Help us to mourn with those that mourn and to rejoice with those that rejoice and to celebrate life because it's truly a gift. God, we thank you for everybody that's preaching your gospel all around this world and we lift them up before you and we pray, God, for the integrity that comes along with that responsibility that you would cause people to go back to the reason why they were called in the first place to proclaim your good news, that they would walk up right before men, that they would honor you and give you glory, that they would die to self and crucify self every single day and do what's necessary, that they might be able to be light in this dark world and that their salt might not lose its savor. God, I thank you. I thank you for the awesome responsibility to speak your word. Help us to recognize that your word is the thing that we need to sustain our lives. Thank you, God. God, we love you and we bless you and we just thank you. I lift up, Father, those that are homeless and that are out in these elements. And for this world, you declared it my people and we are absolutely your people who are called by your name. God, you called us all by our names and you know us, you see us, you know what you called us to do. You said if we humble ourselves, Father, help us to stop thinking so much of ourselves. Help us to recognize that we are here to do your bidding. And we pray, God, we don't even use as much as we need to our most important offensive weapon, which is to pray and use the word that you've given us, your word. We do all that, self, Father, and we turn from our wicked ways. We ask you to forgive us of all of our sins, to continue to create in us a clean heart and fill us even the more with your Holy Spirit so that we can live a life that's pleasing before you, God. You said that you would hear from heaven. Thank you for hearing our prayers. You would forgive our sins. Thank you for nailing each and every one of them to the cross and that you would heal our land. God, our land is sick, not just from the coronavirus, but it's sick from corruption and it's sick from people in positions of power that are in them for themselves. Father, help um, our nation. You said the heart of the king is in your hands and you turn it any way you see fit. We're in the midst of lies and um, political promises that people know they can't fulfill and nor do they have an, an intention to do. But I'm so glad, God, that no matter what, you sit down one and you raise up another. And so we pray for a leader that will be a good leader so that people can be in peace. 
But God, we already know we're still going to have wars and rumors of wars because these are the things that's going to set up your return. So help us not to put our trust and hope in man. We thank you that our hope and our trust is in you. So, Father, we pray for this word that shall come forth this morning, and we pray that you open up our eyes of understanding, that you let us hear what you're saying to your church this morning, that you let us be able to see with clear eyes what you are doing as you speak your word, Father. Give us illumination and revelation of what you are saying to us right now. There is one thing you meant when you said it, but, God, there's so many different applications, how we can apply your word to our lives, and I'm so grateful that your word falls on um, the ground that's not stony. It falls on a heart that's ready and pliable and mendable, and it hits us right where we are. Even though we're all at different places and different walks in this life, we thank you that your word is able to penetrate and to pierce us and to get our attention and to help us. For your word is spirit and it is life. So we thank you for the word that shall come forth in the name of Jesus, for it is already blessed. And I thank you that it will do what you've established it to do. So God, God, because we love you and because we just thank you and because you are worthy of the glory and the honor and the praise, we take our phones off of mute right now and I declare your glory. God, I declare that you are great. I declare that you are wonderful. I declare that you are amazing. I declare that you are incredible. I declare that you are God. I declare that there is no fear that perfect that you are very present. I declare, Father God, that you Yes, to your will and yes to your way, 
and we don't get to say what that means. Father, we thank you, Father, for the second time of each and every one of our lives. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for the power of you to live in life. We thank you, God, hallelujah, for your anointing to bring the fresh part of him and the Hallelujah. 
the same. God, we thank you that they're rejoicing with you even now, that there's no more pain and no more sorrow and no more grief, God, and that in your presence experiencing a joy that we can't even imagine, that they see you face to face, and that their labor was not in vain, and that they've entered into your presence and you've welcomed them in. Well done, that good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of my rest. And so, God, we thank you for a rest, God. Yes, Lord. Thank you for a rest. Holy Spirit, thank you for for giving us access to that rest.
surprise. Um, it says, and they brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the coat, and they sat Jesus thereon, and as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. And when he was come nigh, even now, at the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Uh, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stone would immediately cry out. Wow. In, in, in times like this, I, I just I just want to say something about reasons for praising God. So as 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 I was listening uh, to uh, Lady Lisa pray this morning and praise, um, um, I, I I I I look at it and and the importance of 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 real praise and worship, and, and I'm sure that uh, all of you in your own spiritual walk as uh, in your own Christian pilgrimage, have encountered a whole lot of questions or inquiry uh, about why is praise so important. I know uh, at the Greater Harvest Church in both locations, we've gotten worship down to an hour and 15 minutes because we've cut out so many of the other things in the worship, and we deal with worship in the Word. And as a matter of fact, I heard a preacher uh, tag a sermon one time about why all the fuss about praise, because praise and worship in this particular day and time and era in which we live uh, has raised, I believe, a lot of questions in our mind and a lot of our churches, several questions of the importance thereof and the purpose of real praise and and real real worship. And, and today... I would say under the aid of the Holy Spirit, I, I just want to shed a little light and hope to enlighten you and open your heart and your mind just to gain some understanding for all of us about the importance of why we praise and why we worship uh, our true and living God. And with all that is going on in our world today uh, with this coronavirus and stock markets and and and, and just our individual lives, I, I, I think it's very important of why we praise. And so I, I want you to know that praise is important, and it's, impre- it's important because the Bible lets us know in Psalm 22 uh, where he says that God inhabits the praises of his people, which lets us know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is very interested in our praise. God is interested in our praise. He, he's not only interested in our praise, but he inhabits our praise, which says that God lives and God moves, God abides, He resides within our praise, and 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 so I I do want to say right here that if you ever want to get um, God to where you are, you need to praise His name because when praises go up, God's ear is inclined to the direction in which the praise flows, and God Himself will show up in the midst of our praise, and it's interesting to me that there are some people who say that, you know, it, it don't take all of that. It's not important. Uh, there's no purpose behind it. But if the Bible says that God inhabits praise, it then suggests today 
that God likes praise. And since God knows what he likes, uh, uh, I've just decided that I'm going to give God what he likes. I mean, after all, who am I to tell God what he does and doesn't like? Uh, and if God says he likes praise, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to give him praise as best I can because the Bible is clear that he'll show up right uh, where we are. And so praise today, it, it, it has a purpose. Let me try to alliterate this real quick. It, it, it has a purpose. And if you want to get God to come to where you are, you have to praise him. But it also serves a purpose not just for God, but it also serves a purpose for those of us who praise God because what it does for you and I is it causes us to tune out the rest of the world and tune out and turn off everything that's going on around us, and it draws us into focusing in on God. And so I, I would have it the hunch today that there's some of you uh, on the line who have had a problem um, locking in or focusing in on God. Can you please mute your line? Please check your mute. Please check your mute. But but I do want to tell you that the way you can ensure uh, uh, that you're able to focus in on God is by praising his name. I mean, you, 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 you just think about it. I mean, when, when, when you get a little song down in your heart and you got it rolling off your lips, I mean, you, you can just, you just can't help but to start thinking about God and locking in on his goodness and on his grace and on his power. And it, it might not be one of these modern songs today uh, by Tasha Cobbs or anything like that, but if you just start thinking long enough about uh, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, you, you can't help but focus in on the Lord. So what, what inspires praise is a thoughtful heart. When you think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done to you, and every now and then, um, the old folks say you ought to wave a hand. Uh, I, I know when I was coming up, uh, the old people, the older generation, would they, they had a way of, of talking to the preacher, or talking to the people that was up leading worship. And I remember Mother Mary Marshall would say, go ahead, child. Show enough. I know that's right. Talk to them. And, 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 and I know that there are several people who, who want to suggest that what we do in the worship is kind of borderline ignorant and unnecessary. But what I want you to know is that it takes a whole lot of intelligence to praise the Lord. You, you, you want to show me somebody who's ignorant. I'll show you somebody who's ignorant. The person who's ignorant in the worship experience is the person who's sitting there knowing God has been good to them like ain't nothing happening. The one who won't honor or praise, the one who won't give a hallelujah, the one who won't give a thank you, Jesus. But the one who is intelligent is the one who can look back over their life or look back over the last month, look back over uh, the last week, or just look back over yesterday and see how far the Lord has brought you from and just say, Lord, I want to thank you. So a, a, a thoughtful heart will cause you to praise God, and a thankful heart will cause you to praise God, because after all, y'all do know I am from Oakland, California, and, 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 and understand that, that even being from Oakland, my mama taught me that when I was just a little boy, that son, when, when, whenever anybody does anything for you, don't forget to tell them thank you. And whenever the Lord has done something good in your life, it's just the right thing to tell them thank you. So so you ought to tell them thank you every now and then. I mean, after all, I don't mean to suggest that God has to do 
something spectacular for you because if you understand that it was God that woke you up this morning and it was God that started you on your way, that's enough to tell him thank you. If you understand that you wouldn't be able to take another step if it wasn't for God, that's enough to to tell him thank you. So what inspires praise is a thoughtful heart and a thankful heart. And so if I just looked at this text, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be guilty of not dealing with this text. Uh, uh, we read here as 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 Easter Sunday gets ready to approach uh, in a couple of weeks. We read as 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 Jesus makes this triumphal entry into Jerusalem on what we've come to call Palm Sunday. And 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 I, I don't have time to deal with this the way I really want to, but let me just deal with it uh, just for a few minutes because we pick Jesus up as he's riding in, as Luke says, on a colt, and people are throwing their garments down while the colt is passing by upon which Jesus is riding, and they take off garments and they lay them in the way. And, and I think I ought to tell you right here that, that, that you ought to take uh, off something when you start to experience Jesus. Whenever Jesus is coming your way, there's some things you ought to take off. I mean, you ought to take off lying. You ought to take off stealing, uh, take off cheating, take off your bad attitude, take off your bad disposition. There, there are some stuff you ought to take off when Jesus is coming your way. And so, so you got to take it off. And, and that's why you can't get the blessings that you're looking for in the worship because we won't take some stuff off. They took off their coats and they laid their, their garments in the way. And, and I hear them. Uh, as they're crying out, Hosanna in the highest, blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. They're, they're crying out because Luke says that they're rejoicing because of all of the mighty works that they had seen. And if, you, and if you've seen the Lord do anything, it, it ought to cause you to praise his name. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I've been able to be an eyewitness to some miracles that have taken place. And, 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 and I just want to tell you that you've witnessed some miracles that, that you've seen yourself. I mean, I mean, you've seen a miracle when, when, whenever after the course of nine months of the biological process of bitosis and meiosis, when cells are splitting and putting themselves together and mending themselves together, after nine months, a woman's water breaks and a baby comes forth. Y'all, that's nothing short of a miracle when, when you were at a stoplight and somebody was running through on the other side, but you just stayed still just a little while longer, and, 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 and that's nothing less than a miracle. When you've seen some miracles in your life, you ought not mind giving him some praise. So they rejoiced because of what they had seen. Well, Jones, what did they see? They saw blind Bartimaeus receive his sight. What, what, what did they see? They saw Lazarus being raised from the grave. What did they see? They saw over 5,000 men being fed in the desert with, 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 with two biscuits and five sardines. What did they see? They saw a woman who had went out to a well one day and came back a different way. What did they see? They saw some water turn into wine. And when they reflected back on what they had seen, they said, we got to give them some praise. So they praised him. And, and praise has a purpose. And not only uh, does it have a purpose, but, but, but let me alliterate it. Secondly, I want you to know that praise is provocative. Because while Jesus is coming into town riding on the coat, and the people are praising and the children are crying out, Hosanna, and the highest text says that the Pharisees and the scribes begin to speak up. I, I believe that's verse 39. And they said, listen, Jesus, 
why don't you just tell your disciples that they're making too much noise? Tell them, Jesus, tell them to be quiet. Uh, tell them to shut up. Teach and rebuke your disciples. They don't they understand where they are. I mean, I mean, Jesus, they're 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 they're, they're in Jerusalem. They're in the place of piety, the pinnacle of religiosity. They're they're in the place where religiousness is respected to the utmost. Don't don't they know where they are? I mean, I mean, Jesus, if Herod gets wind that somebody else is getting some praise, he's subject to enslave us even further. Don't they know that if the emperor gets word that they're praising somebody else's king as Lord, that, that, that they might place us into bondage even further? Tell them that they're making too much noise. Tell them to be quiet. Tell them they're making too much noise. So so praise is provocative, and, 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 and it's provocative because it will provoke some people to find fault. You missed it. Let me rewind it. I said praise is provocative, and it's provocative because it will provoke some people to find fault in your praise. Ah, ah, these Pharisees found fault in all the noise and all the praise that was going on. They found fault. They said that they're making too much noise. They're in the wrong place for this to be going on. And so it will provoke some people to find fault. But what I've learned to tell those folks who find fault in my praise, <laughs> I, I, I've learned to tell them that, that, that you don't know like I know what what, what the Lord ha, has done for me. I, I've learned to tell people who, 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 who like to find fault in my praise and who like to say that it doesn't take all that. Well, it, it may not take all of that for you, but it takes that and more for me because where, 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 where the Lord has brought me from, I, I can't give him too much praise. So it, 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 it will provoke some folk to find fault. And I think I ought to tell you right here that you ought not let nobody stop you from praising God. Why? Because he's been just that good. And so, so the question comes today, what, what, what will stop your praise? I'm glad you asked. That, that's why I like y'all. Y'all ask such good question. What will stop your praise is holding a grudge, a spiteful heart. Uh, uh, yeah, it will. You, 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 you got a heart uh, full of spite and full of hell and full of you're holding a grudge you've been holding for so long. You, 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 you look at that person who you've been holding a grudge against while they're praising, and, and you look at them talking about, I don't know why they are praising. They ought to just sit down somewhere. But that praise is being inhibited because of your spiteful heart. So not only will a grudge stop your praise, but greed will stop your praise. And I know uh, what I've discovered about some church folks, I've discovered that some, some folks are, are, are mean and evil and self-centered and so interested in their own stuff until they don't even want to give God some praise. The only somebody they want to see, uh, be praised is them. They, 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 they want to hear their name called because they were the ones who laid the carpet in the church. They want to hear their name called because they were the ones who came down early and cleaned up the church. But you've got to understand that your selfish heart will inhibit your praise. And not only will your selfish heart and greed inhibit your praise, but i got to tell you, but even garbage will inhibit your praise. Garbage and a sinful heart. And, and you've got to understand that sin will always inhibit your praise. And 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 that's what we're dealing with in TNT Bible study. I know Bubbly sent out your lesson, uh, uh, what is sin uh, for this coming Tuesday. And I hear Jesus saying, if you're going to worship me, you've got to worship me in spirit and in truth. And what Jesus is really saying, that we've got to learn how to come to the worship experience, being truthful with ourselves 
and being truthful with God. And when we come on declared victory every morning, we need to be truthful with God. We need to be truthful with ourselves and be real about what we're doing. And when we're truthful with ourselves and truthful with God, then we'll be able to worship him in spirit and in truth. That's why you can't get a breakthrough on the line. That's why you can't get a breakthrough in and, and, and church uh, because you keep trying to act like you ain't never messed up and ain't never missed the mark. But when you decide to say to the Lord, Lord, I know I messed up. Lord, I know I sinned. Lord, I know I've done wrong. But I came here today to give you praise, the glory, and the honor. And God will forgive your sins. He'll pardon your wrongdoing. And God will show up in your worship experience. You know, I, I've learned just to be honest with God. I mean, he sees everything everywhere anyway. And you might be able to fool me, but you can't fool God. Uh, 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 uh. And, and so so he saw you when you were headed down the wrong street, made the wrong turn, stopped at the wrong house, rang the wrong bell, walked in the wrong room. I mean, God saw you anyway, so you might as well be honest with him and go ahead and get your praise on. So it will provoke some people to find fault. But not only that, but it will also provoke some other folks to find faith. Oh, Oh, thank you, Lord. It'll provoke some people to find fault, but it'll provoke some other folks to find faith. Because what you got to understand is that there, there, are, there are folks who are always looking at you. And the only Jesus that some people will ever be able to see and know is the Jesus in you and me. And don't you fool yourself. They got their eyes on you. They're checking you out. They see you at work. They, 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 they also see you when you come to church. They know you sing in the choir. They see you while you're ushering. They know uh, you're a deacon. They know you're preaching in the pulpit. They know you're a greeter at the door. They know you're uh, uh, you're on the praise team. They're, they're looking at you, and, and they're looking to find out if there is really some substance in you. And so they're looking at you in the worship, and they're waiting to see if you learn how to praise God in spite of your circumstances, because if you can praise God in spite of your circumstances, then maybe they can praise God in spite of their circumstances. And your praise in the corner will give somebody else in the back a little more faith in God, because they'll say, I know that she broke. I, I, I know that she just went through hell. I know he just lost his job. I know that that, that she just had a divorce. I, I know that her children are acting crazy. But but if she's praising God through all of that, I better go ahead and get my praise on too. So it'll make somebody else find faith when you go on and praise God anyway. And not only does praise have a purpose, not only is praise provocative, but last but not least, I want you to understand that praise is personal. Wow, it's personal. You've got to understand that that we've got to give it, and Jesus says, I've got to have it. It's personal for the master because he says, if these should hold their peace, he said, the stones would immediately cry out. I hear him saying to the Pharisees, listen, boys, <laughs> y'all don't quite understand. I, I, I've got to get the praise because I'm worthy of the praise. Not only do I have uh, do I have to get the praise, but these folks you hear praising, they've got to give the praise. They've got to give it because if 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 these hold their peace, then the stones will cry out in their place. And, and you don't understand that if if they don't say anything, the dog will bark it out. If they don't say anything, the cat 
will meow it out. If they don't say anything, the bird will sing it out. If they don't say anything, the lion will, will, will roar it out. If they don't say anything, the rocks will cry out in their place. The rocks from Mount Hermon, the rocks from Mount Sinai, the, the rocks from Mount Ares, the rocks from Mount Hebron, they will all cry out in their place. And, and as I close, I don't know how y'all feel about it today, but I, I've just made up my mind that I don't want no rock crying out in my place. Is, is there anybody on the line who's here today who, who's decided that they don't want a rock to cry out in their place? I mean, is there anybody who's on the line today who doesn't mind giving God some good praise because they know you know where he's brought you from and 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 where he's taking you through and to where he's taking you to. Uh what 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 I what I got, God gave me, what I know God taught me, where I am, God brought me, and where I'm going, God has shown up God to take me. In essence, I wouldn't be anything if it wasn't for God. And so I've got to praise him even in the midst of I left uh, that was in the gym this morning, walk, working out. Uh, uh, John P. Key and I will worship. Uh, uh, begin to uh, 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 come down in my soul, and I begin to worship even in the midst of of what I was doing. And and you know, being being a single man, a single pastor, and 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 being alone, sometimes that's what gets me through in my loneliness is giving God praise, giving him worship, giving him honor. Um, uh, even in the midst of my situations, I, my mama just passed. I, I learned how to praise God even in the midst of mama passing, of, of mama going home to be with the Lord. Uh, I've learned how to give him praise. And so today, as I close, we've got to praise God through every situation, Uh through, through every problem, through every personal uh, thing that we go through, we've got to give God praise. And so that's what I want to encourage you today, that through it all, learn how to give God praise. Learn how to give him worship because he deserves the praise and all the honor and all the glory because it belongs to him. May God bless you. May God keep you is our prayers. I make no excuse for not being prepared because I'm always prepared. Uh, that was just something off the cuff. and. Uh, I pray you were blessed. Uh, is there anyone here that didn't get a chance to say good morning? Now's your time. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning. morning Diane. Hey, Lady Di. Hey. Happy Saturday. Ah, I was with your pastor the other day. You was? Yeah, we had we had lunch, a dinner the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Thank you for your declaration today. Good word. Anyone else? Good morning, Pastor Lavelle. Who that? Barbara. Always good to hear. Hey, Barb. Anyone else? No? All right. Good. Good morning, Pastor Lavelle, Victory Family. God bless you all this morning. Hey, Sarge, how are you? All right. Good morning, walk... Barbara out of Lodi. Good morning, Lo... Barbara and Lodi. And I ask for a prayer request, please. Barbara, you need, to inbox... you need to inbox me your information. We just started the church in Stockton right next door to you. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, I'd like to ask for prayer 
I had, a, I had a couple of jobs, and one of them is gone, so I really got to find work pretty quickly to stay on track. So I'm trusting God and just uh, pray my strength in this situation. Thank you so much. Okay. Good morning, saints. This is Sister Leisha. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, this is Patsy. Good morning, Miss Patsy. Good morning. How are you? I'm wonderful, wonderful word. Praise God. Good morning, this is Deborah. Good morning, Miss Deborah. Good morning, Miss Julie. All right, anyone else? Good morning, it's Deborah Evans. Hey, Deb. Hey, Pastor Lavelle. Anyone else? All right. Okay. Uh, it, were there any questions, any comments on the declaration before we close? Um, uh, any aha moments in, in the declaration? Oh, yes, Pastor. What was your scripture you read? The first one. I read that was uh, Luke, Luke chapter oh, seven. Luke, Luke nineteen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luke nineteen thirty-five. Thank you. Okay. Anyone else? No. Oh wow. All right. Morning. Good morning. Thank you, sir. Um, thank you for uh, your declaration. Thank you for always being prepared um, to speak the word of God. And it was very encouraging uh, for me on this morning. Uh, it's just amazing how we can think that things are not going well, but then when it really hits hits it, like how are we going to respond? Are we going to just give up or are we going to continue to praise God? So. Thank you for uh, that scripture and for just the fuel to continue to go on and to continue to pray in the midst of my niece being on life support that I know that God is still in control and that I have to continue to uh, pray and just hold my family up because they, they just are not in their right minds. And so I have to stay focused and so I just appreciate your uh, text on this morning and your declaration. Do they have a pastor? No. Um, no. They had all went to um, Faith Fellowship at one point, and then after things that happened there, they just, they don't they don't go to church anymore. None of them. Faith Fellowship in what city? Vallejo. Okay, listen. Um, um, uh, if you can, if you feel comfortable, in- inbox me the information, and if they want, I will come and pray uh, for the child and 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 pray for the family. Okay. Okay. I will. I will do that. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Okay. Anyone else? Questions, comments? 
I just, I just, I just um, good morning. I'm sorry. This is funny that I just want to uh, thank you for your declaration this morning because, in spite of you know, even um, what Keisha was saying, the things that go on in life sometimes people just you know, God is in the midst and we have to really praise and give Him praise and worship. God is so good. How could we not praise Him? Like you said, He woke us up this morning, no matter what we've done, in spite of what we. He sees all. He knows all. So um, we can't hide anything from him. So, you know, um, just thank you know, don't allow the enemy to separate us from him by telling us that he doesn't love us or whatever he whispers in our ears, the lies that he whispers to us. Um, you know, don't, you know, put the devil in his place and allow and allow God to rise in our life, you know, the um, Holy Spirit. So I just thank you for your declaration. I thank you. Um, on this morning just because you inspired me. Amen. Praise God. Let me tell you the best way to handle the devil is leaving to Jesus. Let Jesus deal with the devil because the truth of the matter is we can't deal with the devil. Let your big brother have it. Your big brother is the one that can do it. I, I remember when I was in high school, nobody wanted to fight me because of who my brother was. And y'all know my brother, the comedian Mo Jones. Nobody wants to fight me because Mo was known for putting hands on folks. So I used to talk a little extra mess because uh, I knew nobody wanted to fight Mo. So, um, um, so I praise God for that. <laughs> so Jesus is the one, all right? He leave Satan to Jesus because he knows how to handle him. Anyone else before we close out? All right, please pray for us. Uh, we're starting another location in Stockton next Sunday um, uh, at 745 at 33 East Magnolia Street in, in Stockton, and we still have North Highlands Elk Grove. So pray for us uh, um, um, as, as we open up another church in the Stockton area. I moved back to Stockton to do this. Actually, I moved back to Stockton to be closer to my mother, and my mother passed in the midst of me moving back to Stockton. So um, uh, pray much for us um, and our ministry. Um, uh, I love every last one of you. Thank you for being attentive and listening for the declaration today. Um, you all have a blessed day. Uh, go to worship tomorrow and make sure you worship and make sure you see Jesus in the worship because if you don't see Jesus in the worship, you have not worship. Isaiah chapter 6. All right? Y'all have a wonderful day. Blessings. Blessings. Man, have a good day. Good day, everybody. Thank you. God bless you. Bless. God bless. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.